Father God, again, good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Tedline. Um, I wish you could see me this morning. Jose had to wake me up for the first time, I think, ever, maybe the second time in all these years I've known him. I was up. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, God, yesterday I gave you all a little exercise. And don't worry, I did not send Jessica. I didn't send Jessica the info because I'm, I'm, this is something I normally do in person. And so when God gave me that to do yesterday over this headline, I thought, man, this is different and new. And so I thought God was going to show me how to write the explanation up. And so I could email it to Jessica. And so that you would have it. But he didn't do it. And yesterday was spent kind of like in a prayer walking day. It was one of those days where I was walking on earth and walking in the realm at the same time. But but it was I was not receiving anything in the it was just I knew I was there, you know, on earth and, and in the realm. So I got I, I just went through the day and um I had to go out I don't go out. I think I've been out more in the past couple of days than I've been out all year, maybe. Just about. But anyway, listen, I need you to help me do something this morning. Um, because I went back to bed. I went back in the fellowship and I sat in the recliner And I put a a quilt over me that was made for me. And it's a quilt that um, a person made just for me. And I pulled that quilt up over me. And I kind of drifted off. And I woke up. I don't know. I don't like Paul said. I don't know if I was in the spirit or if I was here. But I heard. The Holy Spirit say to me, you know why? You know why the curses aren't being lifted off a lot of people? I say, I say wait a minute. Because I'm half, half in, I'm half out. Spirit say, you know why some people don't seem to be able to come out from under those curses. I said, no, I don't, but I would really like to know. He said, tomorrow. (laughs) But it was already today when I'm getting this. He said, I need you to break the curse of the land. I said, I said, what? 
He said, I need you to break the curse off the land. Now, I'm telling you, I'm sharing this with you. I haven't even had a time to look the scriptures up yet. That's how hot this is. I said, you need me to break the curse off the land? He said, now, you have broken curses off of other other people's land before, Erica. I said, yeah, but not that many. He said, I know. Because at that time, the assignment, you didn't have enough faith to break it off the land. You had faith to break it off some land. He said, I want you to tell the people on the deadline that I want them to break the curse off the land where they live in. I want them to break the curse off the land where they sleep in. I said, okay. He said, I'm going to tell you how to do it. So you got to stick with me a little bit this morning. And when I write it down, for those of you that got to know, we'll do that on Monday or Tuesday. But today, God said, well, let me take that back. The Holy Spirit says, we must. We must break the curse off of your own land, your land, the land where you live, the land where you sleep. He specifically said, help me, uh, uh, Brother Robert and, and any of you others, help me find the scriptures that talk about the curse on the land. This morning, I need you to help me. You've been helping me really good so far, but this is one of the most important things. That this is a an assignment that God wants us wants to use this ministry as an intercessor in an intercessory capacity. So I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna try to look it up. You need. I need you to help me. You know he cursed the land in in uh, in in the Garden of, of Eden. Maybe that's why you had me look at that movie. Um, you see, God lays a foundation for things that He's getting ready to do. And then, um, so now. Okay. Um, help me. I'm gonna find the right scriptures. I'm on the hunt this morning. He say. He say it was. He said it was two curses. One curse was oh wow, I gotta get a pen too because 
I got it right as we go along. I need I need you to help me. <coughs> I need you to help me. Um, help me get this done. And I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna follow. Or I'm gonna follow. You have a you know you have a choice of your will, brother Robert, who I trust. Zechariah 5, 1 through 4. Nadia. Jeremiah 23 and 10. I don't know what that is. Jeremiah 23 and 10. Okay, you forgot to put the, the script. Is that that's twenty three and ten? The living translation. Nehemiah one thirteen. For now will I break his yoke from off thee and will burst thy bonds in sunder. King James Version. Therefore, the curse has devoured the earth, and those who dwell in it are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men are left. Well, I don't know if I could fix it this morning because I know that the devil is really, really angry. Genesis 3.17 the beginning of it. Isaiah 24, 5 and 6. The land and the earth are. Because God said, this is this is the one right here. This is the one. They all are, believe me. But the reason I say this is the one, because God said, there are two curses. One was the one that Jesus came and destroyed. Two was defilement. The land is cursed <clears throat> because of defilement of man. Man has caused the land to be cursed because of defilement. Isaiah 24, 5, 6, the land and the earth also are defiled. This is the one by their inhabitants because they have transgressed the laws, disregarded the statutes, and broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the land and the earth, and they who dwell in it suffer the punishment of their guilt. Therefore, the inhabitants of the land and the earth are scorched and parched under the curse of God's wrath, and few people are left. Woo! God wants us this morning to break the curse of defilement off the
the land where we live and where we sleep. He specifically said sleep. Let me get the rest of these scriptures. And I'm going to read them to the blog talk because they can't see them. Genesis 4, 11. Genesis 5, 29. Now, can we break the curse off the land if we don't own the land? Or will we have to bind the curse from operating against us? We're going to have to do both, uh, Deborah. But God says some of you are about to own new land. And you're about to possess new land. And the blessing will follow you from breaking the curse where you are right now. Are you hearing me? You will go into possession of the new land blessed because the same way blessings follow you, Satan is a counterfeiter and he uses witches and witchcraft to come among us and defile our land. And and, and he showed me, like, right here where I live, right here where the church was, somebody was hung here on the tree, and that that curse is still hovering over this land. So, so what I need you to do, Isaiah 24, uh, that would be 5 and 6. The earth is polluted by its very own people who have broken its laws, disrupted its order, violated the sacred eternal covenant. Therefore, a curse like a cancer ravages the earth. If people pay the price of their sacrilege, they dwindle away, dying out one by one. Jessica put in the Living Bible, that was the message. Robert put Isaiah 24, 5, and 6 in the message. But Jessica put Isaiah 24, 5, and 6 from the Living Bible. The land suffers for the sins of its people. The earth languishes. The crops wither. The skies refuse their rain. The land is defiled by crime. The people have twisted the laws of God and broken his everlasting command. Therefore, the curse of God is upon them. They are left desolate, destroyed by the drought. Few will be left alive. Living Bible. Break the curse like a healing. Heal the land. We're going to have to drive. We're going to have to. Deborah Adams said, I received that. I have been seeing new land ahead of me. Leviticus 18, 20, 25. Leviticus 18, 25. New King James Version. For the land is defiled. Therefore, I visit the punishment of its iniquity upon it. 
and the land vomits out its inhabitants. Brother Rubio, Psalm 101, 6-8, King James Version. My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Dwindle away, dine out one by one, equal day sleep. Look, this is what the Lord told me to do. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm telling you this is what the Lord told me to do. If however the Lord leads you, that's what you do. If he don't lead you to do nothing, you don't do nothing. If he leads you that I don't know what I'm talking about, then just disregard it. The one it ain't for you. That's how it goes. But for me in my house, we about to do what God said. We about to break this curse right now. God told me <clears throat> to get a cup. Take my anointed oil in it and pour about half of the cup full of anointing oil. Now, I'm going to put this song on because I was not ready for this. As I told you, Jose had to wake me up out of this conversation I was having with the Holy Spirit. And then when I woke up, I was not steady. I was half in, half out. And I know now it was not a dream. It was not a dream. It was a vision that came with instructions. You hear me? So God told me, those of you that are in agreement with this, get you a cup and make it about half full with your anointing oil. God said the curse goes deep. Curse of defilement on the land goes deep. And that many people's prayers are being hindered because of this curse on the land that they're abiding in. And and that's me too because He showed me somebody was hung on this land, which I'm I'm just, I know it was built in, um, the cornerstone is out there. Cornerstone is out there. That's what the Lord said about the cornerstone. He told me to get it off. Well, I got to get a stone mason or somebody and take the cornerstone change the cornerstone. So you say, why he tell you do that? He said, because the old people were Freemasons. <laughs> the old Assembly of God pastor was a Freemason. And look how long God took to let me know that. Why? Because he has to establish your anointing. 
when you go in a new place, it is God that establishes you. God told me when he was establishing me. Now, this is what I need you to do. Get you a piece of paper. Get you a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen. Okay, you got some paper back there? I'll bring you a piece. Meet me halfway.
where is the defilement on the land where I live or own or I'm buying or I'm leasing? Show it to me or tell it to me. And whatever the Holy Spirit gives you or shows you or tells you, write it on that paper. I'm still here. I'm writing. You need to be following instructions. You need to be following instructions. I can't. I stop. My phone seems to be dead or something. Anyway, I hear it on the iPad, but I can't. I'm, can't go over there and get it. I know what happened. I, God had told me to turn this phone off yesterday, and it was just still off. Now, the Holy Spirit says, if you were born on land other than where you are on right now, Write the name of that land under the bottom of that paper. Like I was born in Ohio, so I put land Ohio. And if you know who the original, as best you know, inhabitant of the land, inhabitants of the land was. I happen to know it was the, the uh, Indian, third nation Indians. It was actually the um, Cuyahoga and the Chippewa because that river um, is the, was the Cuyahoga River. Put that on that paper. I told you, I hear, my, I hear my iPad, but I, I, I can't get it because my phone was turned off. You see, change is happening very fast, just like God said. Okay, Marcia, did you hear? Did you hear what I said? You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to uh, play this again, Marcia. God is gonna use you to break the defilement off of that city you live in. When you, this is um, and you're about to. Move into a new land. I think you live in an apartment, but God getting ready to give you a house before Christmas. A house. A house. Please 
Taylor. Some of you have worked so hard. Get so close to God. And God is about to remove those hindrances for you. Okay. And this house that you're getting ready to get is going to be big enough for Pierre. And somehow he's going to be responsible or a big, big factor in you getting this home. Tide has turned. Some of you, and see, I didn't even know when I asked you for that offering and you gave. You know what? That was the seed for your land you're about to possess. For God's sake, I have to break the curse of the land and break the defilement that is hindering you all from Possessing your land and owning your land. And look at here. I was the first fruit. I was the first fruit with this ministry, with this church. I was the first fruit. So I'm not talking to you about something I'm making up. I'm living proof. We're in a new era. Some of you, you just don't even think there's no way. But God said when you break this curse, it's going to bring you into ownership and out of servitude and bondage of not possessing. And it's going to break every witchcraft curse. See? The table as we come of age. Now, you wrote that on the paper, right? You wrote this on the paper. Fold it up. Fold it up. And I want you to repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I am your servant. As an act of my will and according to my faith in you, right now, I present this letter just like King Hezekiah lifted his letter to you. I'm presenting this letter to you. And I am in expectation of the curse being destroyed off my land, out of my soul, out of the manifestation of the sleep realm 
and in the name of Jesus, right now, I bind up, break and destroy the power of the that we're hindering my blessings from the fruit of a blessed land. In the name of Jesus and by the power of God's own Holy Spirit, I declare the blessing and the fruit of possession of the land I dwell on. Possession and the fruit of the land of my birth. And now, Lord Jesus, that that cup of oil I ask you to get, if you don't, get it now. Get a cup. Pour you some anointing oil. A half a cup. Let's use this oil. This is the oldest oil. Been prayed over the longest. Use this one. That's your oil, right? Pour it in your cup. Wait. Wait just a little bit longer. Pour that anointing oil in your cup. In the name, in the name of Jesus. I hope you don't have any of that store-bought, smelly stuff. I hope you just have some pure, or some, it don't have to be pure, but some olive oil. Just some olive oil. You see, brothers and sisters, the first thing I want you to do, I want you to lift this cup up to the Lord in the name of Jesus and just bless your all. Bless your oil. Lord God, anoint this oil according to Leviticus, Exodus, and James 5, 14, 15, where you speak of the holy anointing oil and where you say, if there's any sick among us, let us call for the elders of the church, anointing them with oil. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and you would raise them up. Lord God, our land is sick. The land we dwell upon and sleep on is sick. 
Heal our land this morning. Heal our land this morning. Break. Break and destroy every curse of defilement that has been sent, spoken, dreamed, thought, not only against us, but against our spouse. Lord God, break every defilement. And if they're not married now, they're future spouse. In the name of Jesus, anoint this oil for salvation for deliverance, and for healing. Now what I need you to do is I need you to drink some of this oil first. Just drink some. It might feel like it's going to choke you, but drink it anyway. Heal this body. Sanctify it and anoint it with oil. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Now, I want you to take the rest of the cup of that oil and go and pour it right down onto the earth, on the land where you dwell and the land where you sleep. Pour it right down in the earth. Jose, we must pour it in the front. The Holy Spirit says in the front of the church there used to be a tree. And you take the front, I'm going to take the side. The Holy Spirit says that the church had a cemetery like the churches used to do on the land. And they were supposed to dig up the bodies and rebury them elsewhere. They did not dig up all the bodies and they cemented over some. And that's why we had the birds hitting on the window when we first came here. That's what the Holy Spirit gave me to do. I don't know what because this is an individual thing and a personal thing. But Wes, make sure you pour that oil where you put that artist um, thing, that artist, artist image, Wes Smith. This morning we're going to break the curses. Uh, you take the front, I'll take the side where the cemetery was. I'm going to leave this deadline up. I'm just going to play some music. Preferably it will play twice. Preferably I'll be back.
Now the guilt has no more stain. The Lord came to wash my sins away. He washed me clean and He changed my name. I've been, it's been forgotten. I've been washed clean by the Lord.
head start with cornerstone. Oh, gosh. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God.
we bless our peace of America, but you see, there's no limit in space and time in the spiritual realm. God used us to pour out a blessing on the land of America today. And Father God, we honor our commander-in-chief and ask you to heal him in Jesus' name. Y'all ready to go to church? Come on, put them hands together. Come on, let's go to church.